Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Robin Hinkle, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is Doing a New Thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the peoples. A reading from the prophet Jonah. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, saying, Go at once to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah set out to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish, so that he paid his fare and went on board to go with them to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea, and such a mighty storm came upon the sea that the ship threatened to break up. Then the sailors were afraid, and each cried to his God. They threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea and lightened it for them. Jonah, meanwhile, had gone down into the hold of the ship and had lain down and was fast asleep. The captain came and said to him, What are you doing, sound asleep? Get up, call on your God. Perhaps the God will spare us a thought so that we do not perish. The sailors said to one another, Come, let us cast lots so that we may know on whose account this calamity has come upon us. So they cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Tell us why this calamity has come upon us. What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you? I am Hebrew, he replied. I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were even more afraid and said to him, What is this that you have done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them so. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may quiet down for us? For the sea was growing more and more tempestuous. He said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will quiet down for you. For I know it is because of me that this great storm has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rowed hard to bring the ship back to land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more stormy against them. Then they cried out to the Lord, Please, O Lord, we pray, do not let us perish on account of this man's life. Do not make us guilty of innocent blood, for you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they picked Jonah up and threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord even more, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. But the Lord provided a large fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of that fish for three days and three nights. Here ends the reading. Today we are invited to reflect upon a story we all know, the story of Jonah and the whale. We all love this tale as children. It's so exciting to think about Jonah living inside a whale for three days. It was not until I was an adult that I began to understand that Jonah is not actually one of the most lovable characters in the Bible. 
In fact, I do not think you really want to hold Jonah up as someone to emulate. When you read the complete book of Jonah, it's not very long, only four chapters, you will find that Jonah was a coward. He was also judgmental, stubborn, proud, prone to self-pity, and kind of mean. But although we may not particularly like or admire Jonah, we still can learn a lot from him. Jonah was called by God to warn Jonah's arch enemies, the people of Nineveh, that they were about to be wiped out by God if they did not change their ways. Jonah did not want to do this because in all probability, he thought it would be great if God wiped them out. He may have thought they deserved to be wiped out. He therefore tried to run away from this calling from God, and so he ends up at the bottom of the ocean in the belly of a big fish. And after three days, he finally calls out to God, and the fish spits him out on the shore. And we all know the rest of the story. Jonah then tromps for three days through Nineveh, probably smelling and looking like a man who had been spit out by a fish, sniveling out his message, repent. And surprisingly, the people of Nineveh heed Jonah's call, and they do repent of their ways. And so God relents in his punishment for them. I've been thinking about Jonah and his calling by God, and in particular, his refusal to accept it and his reluctance to do his job. Jonah's whole attitude, his very being, exudes, I do not want to do this. I do not like these people. In fact, I hate them. I don't care what happens to them, and I would rather enjoy watching God's punishment rain down upon them. I've got better things to do with my life than go to this place and be with these people. Jonah's entire view on his life and calling, his ministry given to him by God, was one of reluctance and refusal and disdain. Now God's call to Jonah was clear. Here is where I want you to go and here is what I want you to say. But Jonah got so wrapped up in what he wanted and what he thought he should be doing, he completely lost sight of who was doing the asking. Jonah lost sight of who was calling him. So what I want us to think about today for a moment is how we are responding to God's call on our own lives. I wonder, do we have the courage to look to God and to see and to hear what He wants us to be? God knows where He has placed us, or at least He knows where we have currently ended up. And He knows what He is calling us to do, and a lot of times I think we know it as well. But maybe we are like Jonah. God's call does not fit or our vision for our life and what we think we should be doing, where we should be, and who we should be working with. You know, the story of Jonah would be so different and the life of Jonah would be so different if he had said his prayers and accepted his calling with joy and optimism. If he had gone on his mission with a heart of wonder and a sense of adventure, traveling over the sea, enjoying the breeze and the waves and the sailors, instead of hiding below deck, reveling in the creatures of the sea instead of being swallowed up and vomited up, glowing with the message of God instead of tromping through the city smelling like a fish, watching with hope instead of stewing on his pity pot, sharing compassion and love with the people he was ministering to, seeing them with God's eyes of love instead of looking down on them and judging them. He would have had the same calling, but it would have been filled with abundance and joy instead of disdain and fear. It is the difference between a life of light versus a life under a gray storm cloud. 
If we are wondering where God is calling us to, perhaps we might need to first stop and spend some time listening because we very well may already be there. A calling does not have to be a major career or life decision. It may be simply to live into the day-to-day opportunities that are already in front of us. As a child of God, as a man or woman of faith. You see, I believe that most of the time in our life, simply living out our daily callings may very well bring us to that place where God wants us to be as we grow up. And so the real questions for us very well may be, are we performing our daily callings well? In our days, are we faithful and true? Are we servants to God? Or are we looking out for number one? Do we smell like fish or are we on fire with love? In other words, do we have the attitude of Jonah or are we following the example of our Lord? Jesus made it simple for us in our life of faith. Love God and love others. Do this every day. And may we never forget that the one who is calling us is the one who created us. He knows what he wants us to be and he will be there with us, giving us his spirit and strength. And I feel certain God wants us to look to him as we do our work in his world. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.